Where's my brain? I don't have an intro. Um, I wish I did, but I don't. I was trying to think of one on the fly and it didn't happen. But this is test podcast for Binect. And Take one. Is that is that is that what you do? You start? Okay. <laughs> this is what you do. So test podcast test podcast for Binect. Take one. Welcome to the first episode of the Binac Podcast. My name is Adrian, aka AD, and I'm here with the creator, the editor, the boss lady. I'm just here. here. (laughs) Candace Johnson, aka Candy Boo, aka whatever she can tell okay i'm just here (laughs) i'm just here so before we get started since this she is the creator uh candace why don't you tell everybody about what is binact what's the mission behind it and then we'll just go to the topics so um binact is a platform that is dedicated to um spreading um spreading love for music and um, intentional music amplification. And what that means is we are a platform that loves to talk about music, talk about the music industry, talk about artists in um, making music and creating and doing their own thing. And we also want to share that communication and that love with other people. Binec has been around for five years, and this is a new kind of pivot that we're working on. So I used to have like a really good, wonderful elevator speech, and I had to change it. So um, it will probably get better with time, considering we keep doing podcasts. So by the next one, I'll have a better one. But yeah, Binec is basically um, a music platform dedicated to um, cultivating intentional music conversation, conversation and music amplification. And that's it. And I'll just throw in there, you know, over time, just because it doesn't have to be a music-centric podcast, I'm sure we'll get into different things like movies and TV along the way. But also, we want to use this as a place where we can highlight uh, some underground artists, give them shine that the mainstream may not be able to give them. Mm -hmm. Um, or just find, or just really just sit down and talk with dope, with dope people that are early in their journey um, along the way. So definitely, you know, we're taking it all in. We're just going with the flow, and we definitely want you guys to come along with us, help us along to grow Binac and the podcast. Definitely give us your create your constructive uh, criticism. You know, we yeah. we're early in this, but we definitely want to build a nice audience and a nice community along the way. So super new, and I guess I'll well, I'll ask you a question, and then we can um, piggyback off it. How long have you been listening to podcasts, and like, what was your introduction to like the podcast space? I've been listening to podcasts really since the early I would say the early days before they got trending so I'm into wrestling so there was definitely a lot of different wrestling audio Mm -hmm. jokes that wasn't considered to be a podcast or titled that yet but it was definitely a real long time ago I would say that I started to really get into it like I listen to more podcasts than I do music or at least in the same level Mm -hmm. um I would say around, I would say about maybe 2011, yeah, 2011, 2012. Right. You know, I'm sure that's when everything just started getting, getting popping a little bit, but I would say that's when I started really listening to everything. And then 
you know, Joe Budden's podcast kind of just hooked me in. And I've been going with podcasts ever since. So I'm always listening to different things and learn and learning from them as well. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I started listening around 2015 because I started listening with The Read. And I know that's probably like a lot of people's introductions to podcasting. Um, I was I was actually faithfully listening to The Read. And then there was a podcast. There were two podcasts, one of them that's still going right now. Um, that were made by like independent creators that I found on SoundCloud while I was um, that was also in the time that I was like creating by neck and putting my um, putting the blog together but I listened to a music podcast called Runaway Jukebox which is no longer running and a podcast called Ignorant Philosophy which is still running and the creators are out of Indiana yes Um, so like every week I would you know come to work with my headphones on and listen to the read, um, ignorant philosophy, and um, runaway jukebox. So, podcasts are like pretty special to me. And full disclosure, um, the podcast was not my idea; it was Ad's idea. <laughs> um, I was, or I still kind of am anti creating a podcast. I love listening to them, but creating them seems a little bit scary. Um, so we will see how my mind changes as we progress. But um, I really do like podcasts for the, for the, I guess for what they do, especially because in the early days it was just voices. So you didn't, I mean, of course you could have a video component if you wanted to, but in the early days it was really just two people with a, with an opinion or even with a theme kind of like talking things out or you know like early on there was like serial where it was kind of like murder mystery or like scenarios that you put together and stuff like that but basically it was just people talking and you it was kind of a space where you didn't have to put a name with a face you could just hear the voices and the personality and people talking so that is the beginning of us listening to podcasts and us I, creating I have, to, I have to say that you have to give not to combat Jet with his with his podcast. I that, never listened. You never listened to combat. I never listened to combat Jet. That's one you need to just for your own history. I never listened to combat. I know it's good. Yeah, RIP combat never, Jet. But I never listen. But yeah, that's one for you. That's your homework for today. Go start. Go listen to homework. Yeah, that's homework. Gross. Homework. <laughs> Gross <Come on>. homework. <laughs> is and it got, still up? Is it still on Apple Podcasts? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's, Who it's, ran Combat Jack? Combat Jack? They, was it not? I don't remember. Loudspeaker was Combat Jack and his partners. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. See, I'm put, so how do you think the re got on? I mean, I knew that, but I didn't know that. I thought it was like a particular person, like I don't know who yeah. he is. He it's Combat Jack, and he. I'm gonna Google started, it. Yeah, he started it, and he and he went and he created a whole network from it. We have to edit this out because I really didn't know that about Combat Jack. <laughs> I really just I don't like. I thought I really didn't know this. Yes, yeah, go, yeah, go back. Yeah. I do rem- and I remember him dying, but like for some reason I didn't know all of this about him. Yeah, I'm a I'm a look it up. Yeah. So all I right. didn't know he was a lawyer. I didn't know none of that. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> not the point. Not all the right. point. So so Candace, how's this quarantine lockdown time of time of waiting? This new season treated you. Mm, I'm. I actually am going to start with the positives instead of the negatives. Um, I really feel like I have a good sense of, or like a better sense of self, and a sense of you know what I want to keep in my life and what I don't. Um, quarantine has helped me figure out since the world literally came to a screeching halt 
what needs to be in my life and what doesn't. So like the things that I'm not super passionate about right now, or like going back to not super passionate about getting back to are the things that I'm not going to bring with me once the world returns to like, quote unquote, normal or whatever it is. Um, and being more, I guess, like being patient with myself and knowing where my strengths and weaknesses are, like identifying those things and having enough time to spend by myself has been really cool. Um, inversely, I am, I'm not even tired of being at home. I'm just tired of not being able to go outside. I'm tired of like not being able to see other people. Um, I really miss my friends and I've always missed them because a lot of my friends don't live in my, in the city that I live in anymore, but I miss them extra because this would be the time where I'd be like planning a trip or, you know, we'd be linking up or going to a concert somewhere and we can't do that. So, um, I really miss my friends, but I'm again, a positive glad that a lot of them have, you know, gone on to want to do like video calls and stuff. So it helps, but all in all, quarantine hasn't been too bad. I'm washing a lot of clothes, if you can tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> quarantine hasn't been too bad for me. It's actually made me think a lot and, you know, be grateful. So what about you? How is all of all four walls of your house? How has it been? Minus my wife and kids being around me 24 uh, seven. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about this? Like, can we, can we actually dive deeper into loving people and still not wanting to see them 24 seven? Cause I feel like that's something that needs to be said. <laughs> oh, we can talk about it. I have no problem talking about it. <laughs> that's something that needs to be said. Like you can love somebody and not want to see them all 24 hours of your day. Yes. <laughs> that's where I'm, that's where I'm at right now. Like, like, staying home and just chilling that's my bag you know i was never like the person to always go out type of thing unless i really had some place to go or some place to be you know um but me being home chilling catching up on things you know learning new stuff that's that's cool now you add in three other people of course that kind of there's any cheese you know but but yeah um this quarantine's been fine like i said i've been catching up on a on a lot of things i've been putting to the back to the back burner um as well as learning some new stuff learning more about me you know doing the shadow work you know to make me a better person you know very helpful that's very, very helpful Yes, but also catching up on some a lot of music that I may have not listened to at the moment they were released, you know, or just going back and just catching up on some new stuff, um, which I guess brings us into have you been really listening to music a lot during this quarantine? So oddly enough, um, and I'm going to get like a lot of rocks and stones thrown at me, but the way that I consume music is different now. Every It seems like almost every year since I've been doing Binag, the way that I consume changes. But I think this is the final, like I think I'm out of the cocoon and like this is finally my final form and how I'm going to like, re- like I was saying earlier, like receive my music. Um, I have been, but I've also been in my listening to my favorite albums on loop bag. So this is one of those years where I go, oh my gosh, I want to hear. Um, well, I do a yearly listen of the weekend's albums because I'm a weekend stan. Um, yes, it is I, me, a grown 27-year-old weekend stan. We're not all teenagers, I promise. Um, but I like I go through. We're not going there. Um, I listen to his entire biography yearly. Um, not all at one sitting, but like I just go back and put an album this year. So, um, but right now I focus on things I love. But in previous years, sometimes I've been in the I want to hear new stuff. So I'm just like everywhere I'm grabbing a new thing and I'm listening to new stuff and I'm like putting it you know, in my long running Spotify like section or whatever. 
Um, but right now it's been, it feels like it's been more reflective and I do, I probably have listened to a hundred, maybe 150 new songs this year, which isn't a lot. Like to me, that doesn't feel like a lot. I've, I've listened to like tons of music in my day, but, um, I'm in like a weird loop, but it changes. But I think I'm going to be in like the sweet spot of actually consuming it. Cause now I really like to sit and listen to, and I mean, sit like intentionally sit. So when a new album drops, I can't, I mean, I'll, I might play it like the night of, but I'm not really listening or paying attention to it. I like to give my music the time. So I like actually sit and take time and say, okay, I'm gonna hit play and listen to my jams or listen to something new. What about you? Well, you already, well, you already know that, you know, given off of something that I wrote for the website, which you can go and look back it's towards. There. <laughs> it's there. It's there. Um, but I, I, I called, and I forgot what year. So it was probably 2017 or 2018, one of those, that it was just an influx of music coming at such a rapid pace was just burning. So it fast. just burnt me out. So and, fast. And it was, I want to say Mike from Dead End Hip Hop basically echoed what I was thinking, which which was, if anybody who says that they listen to everything and every new artist or everything that's dropped that week, that day, or, or whatever, they're lying to you and you need to call them out on it. Yeah, those people um, kind of scare me, not going to lie. Like, of course, like... I like to call myself a music aficionada, but I don't, I actually actively refuse to do that to myself. Like I'm not gonna just sit and mindlessly listen to music just because it's out there. Yeah. And and that kind of takes away, takes away because for me is I like to listen without any distractions, you know, Mm -hmm. usually that's at, usually that's at night because maybe, and maybe it's me or just, or there's some scientific logic to it, but at night I can hear the music better. It's clearer. It, it's almost like that's when it was set for. You know, if you're listening to the car, yeah, you're going to listen to it, but it ain't, but you, it's not the same as you just sitting still and listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, it's just sitting, being still at night. So, um, definitely, definitely try to keep track of what's come out. But just give like I don't know how people on Twitter can listen to a to an album that drops at twelve oh one and at twelve thirty already have a full a full review. I don't understand how you can even have a full opinion thirty minutes yeah. after listening to an album. Now now it's different if you got the album early, event early yeah. you know, just like with publications or whatnot, because it makes sense for them to get it because they're going to do it. So time everything let it go but in real time listen to everything and say oh this is great this is garbage this is this is blah 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 you can't to me you can't do that i still find it to to be so wild like when people for instance like future just dropped whatever he just dropped i don't care um and people like they went to or like it came out and like people had opinions hours later like you wake up and like people already have full-blown opinions and I, I get it. Like, I guess you can you can hear an album because for me to even form an opinion about a body of, of work, I like to listen to it a couple times. So I don't necessarily because just like um, I, I'm going to go back to like talking about Division. I heard the new Division album and I like it, but like it didn't hit me. I've only listened to it all the way through once. And so I'm not going to say, oh, I, I hate the album. Because I don't think I hate it. I just need to actually hear it again and like listen to how it's, um, you know, like how it's organized or, you know, what the beats sound like or the song content. Like I can't form an opinion that early, but some people will hear an album quick and be like, all right, it's trash. And that's fine. Like if that's the way, you know, that's the way people consume music, that's cool. But it blows my mind when people can already have an opinion about something that dropped like two hours ago. And I've really started, and I think as I get older, it's it's coming it's becoming more and more clear to me. It's just so many layers to projects, you know, mm-hmm. but and how to analyze them. Like, I'll tell you one group 
that I've listened to over the past couple of years, and I know that they're quote unquote popular, right? But in terms of what they're doing, I think you, I, and I may write this for the website, but for what they're doing and for with how many different voices and ideas and all that, Brock Hampton. I'm out. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, but Bro- no, but when I say that, listen to listen to their listen to their discography, right? They're go- they say that they're pop, but they when they they're focused. Like these are really people that could can sing, produce, rap, and not just about bullshit or mumble like actually have legit skill you know and when I say I had to listen to them away from the noise away from from everything else to understand what the why people like them so much and I don't also 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 respect them like again you can like them or you can like them you can dislike them again music subjective but i'm just saying for you to get a true understanding and to a true understanding and true reflection of what they are it it made the process so much easier to to listen to their music you know compared yeah. to compared to it just dropped it just dropped at 1201 okay by 1230 okay what's the What's your what's your consensus? What's the timeline saying? What's Instagram saying? It's too much noise, and it kind of takes away from the fun. I actually, people used to laugh at me, and I think I started saying this around 2017, 2018, that I give all of my albums, all of my like new releases, a two week like grace period. Like I'm not, I do not listen to albums the first week or the like the when they first come out because. I don't want, I actually don't want care to hear what people are saying about the album and I want to form my own opinion. So I used to, and even with Binect, you'll, and this is true fact and it'll stay, you'll never see us do an immediate album review. We might have opinions. We may, I personally might tweet some things, but you won't see like an album review come out the day of. And I do that because A, um, there, it's kind of um, among an, an idea that there are already enough people that are going to tackle, you know, the very quick, hey, here we are with a review on this album, especially with a big mainstream one. Um, for indie artists, sure, we'll definitely tackle their album day of, but that's different. Mainstream artists already have the the whole s- system around getting coverage for their album, and they also have other people writing about it. So I can take my time. Binet can take its time, you know, wanting to write up a review about that and like letting it sit. But um, it's like concerning Brockhampton. I don't, I don't dislike them. I actually find them to be really diverse. They personally make mood music to me. So like, they're not an artist that I can just turn on. I have to be in the mood to hear them. Oh, listen, listen to their new, listen to a couple of their new songs that just leaked. That, that's some stuff. And even the remix that they did with uh. John B. John, and, they have a remix with John B. Yes, uh, hmm. let me look it up. But they and see, I'm not up to my pop artist, Kia or Leah, whatever her name is. Who? I don't know who that is. I don't think. But yeah, but that's why I say is they're diverse. Like at times, I think it's we put out so much that music is putting out so much artists is putting out so much so much music that you're not even respecting uh you know the work that goes into it you know and yes it's a different game because of the stream because we're in this streaming era era and whatnot and that kind of uh waters things down in terms right. of numbers or whatnot, you know, but and speaking because I'm older than you, but we probably may have similar concepts. I still remember on new release on Tuesdays, 
right? Going, hopping on a bus, going to the mall. (laughs) Yes, Metro, right? Going to the, going to whatever store and plopping down 20 or $40 if I was able to to wiggle it out my mom. Mm -hmm. And those albums were going to be while I was rocking for the next month or two. I remember you like you bringing that up makes me remember my childhood. I wasn't the Oh, and it's and it's a Sugar remix with Dua Lipa, Ryan Betty and John B. Dua Lipa's cool. I like her. Yeah, listen to listen to it. I was I was surprised when when John B was on there, but go ahead. Um I I remember CDs pretty fondly too, but I wasn't like I didn't really get into my deep dive exploration of music until I was like in my teens but as a kid I used to have one or two CDs just period or like um I didn't have like a CD case full of CDs my mom had like a blue bag that had all of her CDs in it and it had rows and rows of CDs I, I she I think she threw them away but I wish she still had them um I think, my closet. I, think I think it was ac- an accident too um, I don't think they were supposed to get thrown away, but she threw them away. But it was like rows and rows of different like R and B and things. And the reason she had them is because um, my family is originally from Pittsburgh, so we would take the ten hour drive and ride up, you know, up and down the road. So you would have to have something to listen to on the way to and from Pittsburgh. Um, but personally, I only had. Like off top of my head, I can remember owning with my own dollars. I had like Sierra Goodies. I had Destiny's Child Survivor. Um, I stole Confessions from OG. I think he let me borrow it and then it just ended up me stealing it because I still have it. Um, OG, OG is the podcast producer, by the way. <laughs> Get your stuff back. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he doesn't want it back. Um, but those are, I actually can like pull the CD case and that's what I, like I can remember having, but I used to play them on loop all the time. And then I got, you know, iPods. So it was all about like downloading music. Um, actually my first iPod was like little white shuffle. And I feel like I just put all my, like I did what you were supposed to do. I put all my CD music on the shuffle. And so randomly I would like have because I had this favorite Chris- Christmas CD like during the year that anytime that it wasn't Christmas, I'd be like shuffling and like a Christmas song would come up because I had that Christmas CD on there. And back then you couldn't tell it what to do. It literally would just shuffle all the music on your thing. Like that's that was the point. You couldn't do anything else with it. Um, But yeah, I remember CDs too. I didn't used to dry or like not go to the CD store because music wasn't what I spent my money on until I was a teenager. Like I did buy CDs when I got older, but when I was younger, they were gifts. So I would get like, you know, I had the Lizzie McGuire soundtrack at one point for my birthday. Uh, I I read the only reason I know that is because I recently threw the CD in the garbage. Um, (laughs) I had like, you know, soundtracks. I guess somebody got me the twilight soundtrack. Like, you know what I mean? Like I had that type stuff. Oh, leave me alone, okay? I had uh, it. It was lit. You're judging me. Uh, uh, I'm gonna put you onto some new stuff, but you can't this is put like, eight year old me onto new stuff. That's what she was listening to. I can put you onto some new stuff. Trust me. Not eight year old me. She don't know no better. But um, this will lead into actually our first to our first topic, but um. It always stuck to me because I was listening to DJ Who Kid on Sirius XM one day, and they were doing like this game where basically five years ago, right? And they were saying, what was the number one song then or just top song, right? And everyone was, you know, didn't know the answer. Mm-hmm. And he always said to this, it's the mute, the music today is a little is watered down and feels more like fast food because it doesn't stick to your ribs right there's a not a lot that's sticking to your ribs nowadays i'll say and that was from years ago nowadays i said there's more artists that 
are willing to put out more quality music, mm-hmm. but but still a trait that is missing. Now, just like our first topic, the versus battle, everybody that's participated in the versus battles has provided music that has, for the most part, stood the test of time or age very well. But there, and that's intentional. Like that's not because it's it's curated by like Timbaland and Swiss Beats. It's it's intentional. Like they're picking people that they know have hits. Just like I don't know. Like somebody was talking about how it was supposed to be Trina versus Kaya, and like Trina has hits, and Kaya has like five. But like, like you're not picking people that that are that that really don't have hits. Like Trina has hits and Trina has a catalog of hits, like enough hits to sustain a versus battle for an hour or whatever. Um, Kaya. No, maybe not. That's not going to happen. But that it's intentional for them to pick people that have catalogs and, you know, extensive list of tracks. So, um, I think versus really, it came at a good time. Like, you know, of course, everybody's at home. The reason that it works right now is because everybody's at home. Nobody's on the road doing tours, anything crazy. Nobody is is touring. Like, everybody is at home. So, of course, you can call Nelly and, and Ludacris up on the phone and be like, hey, let's, let, let, let's chop it up. Um, and it came at a really good time because people wanted to kind of feel involved and and participate and the people participating are at home like they're actually at home to do it i hope that they stick around now i'm i don't want to say i'm tired of them but like i'm almost ready for them to stop but like when the world opens back up and goes back to normal i would like to see them planned like you know just to have them occasionally um i i do think it's cool that like i said in the time that they happened that they happened um, but I want them to ease up a little bit, you know, let it, let it simmer and then like come back with them. That's my personal opinion, but they're still fun regardless. Um, so you would like versus to be more like sports seasons, like season one would be like five, six bat of top battles, you know, like maybe not everybody. even that, like, I think it, it, the surprise element of it is cool. Kind of like, all right, well this week we're just like popping up with some people. Um, I can't wait for this week's, this weekend's. Yeah, I and I like popping it because I'm not the person that's in the comments like, we, oh my God, this song lit. Like I literally, because especially because I figured out how to just put it on my laptop and then hook it up to my computer. All I'm doing is listening to the music and jamming. And I feel like that's fun. And and like, just like, of course, everybody talked about um, Jill Scott and Erica Badu's, which there is a really, a, a couple of good articles about um, about that versus battle, but about how like the atmosphere of it was fun. Like, of course, at the beginning when it was shady and everybody was like, "I got more hits than you," da, 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 like that. Okay, fine. But like making it feel, I I like the respect aspect of it. Like when people when the participants have a mutual respect for each other. But I mean, I kind of the the subtle shade is fine. But when it gets like aggressive, like that Sean Garrett was it Sean Garrett Neo? Like it wasn't aggressive, but it was just like uh, Sean, it was Sean Garrett Dream. Oh, that's what it was, Sean Garrett and Dream. And it was just shady and kind of messy. It was, and at that time it was fun because it was new and everybody wanted to see, you know, them be messy towards each other. But I think now it doesn't have to be that way. Like you can just sit and listen to two catalogs and be like, yo, we we made some dope music. And like, we we really like, we're here. We're, you know, at the top or like wherever they are in their careers and just like sit in that. I don't know. Maybe that's me not wanting to be competitive, but. Um, so here's my so here's my overall view about versus right, and I always and I actually was talking to an Instagram buddy about about versus right is like you said it's great that that everyone can can get involved being from home right they do need to up to up their production value just because of Instagram's video quality and sound quality is not the best but getting away from that 20 hits is the standard 
right? Mm-hmm. When you go through a lot of artists or producers to pick out 20, 20 songs, that is a hard thing to do. It and, is. And, and But also you have to think about people like, because I hear people doing this a lot, like with Young Thug talking about his catalog. You can also, even though I wouldn't personally say that Young Thug has 20 hits. Tw- Young Thug does have 20 recognizable songs, right? Like songs that knock, that people would be like, hmm, yeah. Fuck with Thug. So, but it's... Tw- but 20, 20, and legit timeless that can, that can age and go across, right? We, and I'm not even going to say verses, but just going off of what Joe what Joe Bunn and Rory did for their unofficial just mixtape series, right? Mm-hmm. Mixtape songs and them pulling out 20 from that, you know, that's a different tier, but it's not like every, like every artist is coming out there. saying, Oh, I got 20 tracks. I can, that can really do it. Yeah. It's a standard. Yeah. Right. And I always say, and I always say this, maybe not, maybe not now. Right. But what is your standard? Right. Because you can throw in and say, I got 20 songs or whatever. Everyone, everyone's, like you said, everyone's going to be like, cool, but it's that standard, right? Just for example, and I just want to read this. Read this. The Jill Scott, the Jill Scott, Erica Badu battle, right? Got over 1 billion impressions. Their streaming numbers damn near tripled. And I'll always want, and I'll always try to get my facts facts and figures but it was somewhere along that I saw right uh babyface and Teddy Riley yes we got the memes and everything but still their per- babyface's percentage went up 129% on Instagram yep before that he only had 100 he only had 420,000 after 1.1 that's on that's on Instagram. Teddy Riley, three hundred twenty-eight after verses, eight hundred and fifty-five. There, it is showing that there. It's what the verses has done is basically given us a real-time music history lesson on what is great quality music. Neo and Jonte Austin. These are people that know who. People knew John T. Austin, but they didn't really know him, right? People knew Neo, but when you heard the stuff that John T. Austin was pulling out and and giving it and matching it up against Neo, you Neo, you're like this. This is almost this is damn near tie. I don't care who you said one, but you're like this. The respect that that made, and I think that's what a lot of people are may not like about versus compared to others but i like it because it's in the it's in a spirit of respect and love and admiration john mm-hmm. garrett dreamline was funny but it started get it started getting way too wild right yeah it got like messy I, yeah the nelly ludicrous joint i just because of sound quality and everything like that i popped I, in very briefly yeah it, like this one that's coming up is this is in my wheelhouse. <laughs> this is in my wheelhouse. Be- I feel this. Beating Man and Bounty. You're talking about uh, dance hall legends. It's not going It's. I think it's going to get I think it, it's going to get big numbers but I don't think it's going to get as big because you're coming from dance hall, right? But what they're going to do is they're going to really open up the floodgates of this is where while y'all dancing to Drake and whatnot, but this is where it's coming from. These are some of the legends of that realm. And on top of that, they actually have legit history with each other. And I'm talking about former rivals. They're Eskimo brothers. They're friends now. How do they end up being Eskimo brothers? Uh, how how do anybody ends up being Eskimo brothers? I mean, yeah, but with with whom? 
couple of females. <laughs> with, with whom? How, was, how do you do that multiple times? Oh, the angels, Jamaica, small, small. This is, look. Jamaica can't be that small. Look. It's <laughs> the music industry. How, how is, it can't how, be that small. Look, it's the music industry. How does one person end up with three or four people? Everybody, oh, that, everybody in the industry, in the music industry or, or entertainment industry is Eskimo brothers or Eskimo cousins or whatever, oh, right? That's fair. Fair point. Right, but what I'm saying, but the thing is, they have a catalog, years and years. I think what this is also showing artists nowadays is you can't be just throw, putting on throwaway tracks, you know. Yeah. You have to deliver a quality, especially in, a, in such a short time window before you pit, before your attention gets diverted into something else. You know, I think with that too, and it, it, I mean, there are nowadays they're going to be the people that make you know short time window music. They're not going to care. They're just going to you know, I make a quick hit. That's what I want to do, that, and that's the type of music you know I make, and that's my lane. But I do, like you were saying earlier, I do see an uptick in artists actually caring about their craft and like putting and putting music out that they actually vibe with as opposed to putting something out that will please the masses or make them a check. Um, and I think, and even like you said, with the verses, it is, it's showing us like with, with a lot of the, the, the participants in the battles, like, yeah, they have tenure. They are longstanding. Like these are people that made hits and, and did it for a long time. Um, and like for newer artists, I think, um, it should put a battery in their back to be like, okay, like I want to make music that stands the test of time. That is timeless. That, that, and uh, even, and some people might not want to make, you know, 30 year music, like, Oh, I can play it 30 years later and it stands, but they might want to make like five year music or even 10 year music just to make sure that it can withstand um, maybe different generations hearing it or whatever. But um, what I really one, I guess, like, want to take from verses and kind of even tie it into Binact a bit is that I want, truthfully, I want better for, like, the, I don't want to say for the general listening community, but I want, like, for us, I want us to listen to music that, um, that, like, sounds good and feels good. And I think the, the community that we're cultivating over here does that. Um, but I, I wish that everybody would just like listen to music that, you know, sounds good, feels good, lasts long. But the community that we're um, dedicated to building is interested in hearing from artists like, you know, of course, like The Dream, like Neo, like Jill Scott, like Erica Badu, like Beanie Man. Um, and also interested in like hearing the new people that come after them that have or like will make a long lasting career and make music that um, does well and does well for longer than like a billboard season or even like a Grammy season. Like it'll just they'll just listen to music. That's good. I call stick to your we need. I think we're getting a lot more of stick to your ribs music. You know, I think. Yes. We know what's popping because everybody wants to be a vibe and wants to feel a vibe and whatever the new social media catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Tired of that. Or, but the cream will, will always rise to the top, and we're seeing that. And again, it it may not be the best quality stuff, but you can see people or the artists. Or the and the producers that are going to be here for a while, like they're Royce Royce of Five Nine said it best, right? And I and this kind of talks to your point, right? One of Royce's biggest songs was with Eminem, "Lighters" with Bruno Mars, right? You pretty popular song, number one, all that type of stuff, right? On his ro- on his royalty statements, do you think that song shows up? Probably not. 
he says he says it's it's not it does not show up like that. You know what song shows up like that? Boom. That was not a bit. That was not a. That was not a Billboard song. That was not a in the moment song. That was just straight organic. Yeah. And that's one of his. Anytime you hear that DJ premiere intro with the tick tick, everybody knows what's about to happen, and that is always showing on his royalty statement. And that is he wasn't playing what's hot or what's not and what's cool or whatever. He w- he always says I was writing for what I liked and what I was trying to do. Make it organic. And right now Royce is in is in his forties, but if you but he is one still one of the best lyricists and he's getting his much deserved flowers now. But it shows that if you're just writing, if you're just making music from a legit place, an organic place, it will always stay around longer than something that is manufactured from a record company or a pop industry or a TikTok and TikTok or Instagram. You know, accurate. So one thing I hope that that versus does is really open is open a lot of people's a lot of consumers' eyes. That hey, this is this is this is real good. This is real good music. This is history making music. This is music that needs to be respected. But also for those who are trying to be in the industry, why not to show like hey, these are records that are organic. These are records that are timeless. We don't need to be playing some trend or whatever. You know, like just put out good quality music and it, the rest will do itself. You know, uh, I think of art, if I have to say artists, if we pushed it five years, who I think could be out there of the, of, of the new school or whatever, or that, or whatever era you want to call it, that I could see being around doing versus battles or whatever, of course you're going to say Drake, right? Yeah, that's easy. That's an easy one. Kendrick, that's an easy one, right? Uh, J. Cole, like those are top three, right? But I want to think of other artists. I think I think Black is going to be around. I think Black needs to make more music to be around. I see, and that's what I say. I think he he's not he's put for the stuff that you don't hear. Black come out and put out whack stuff. Yeah, it's not whack. It's yes, but he but he is coming where his music always comes from is organic. Yeah. So I can see I can see black I can see a black doing that, right? Could I see I could see a Ty Dollar sign, you know? Yeah, he kind of he kinda jumps around here and there, but for how many songs he's written and produced for other people. Yeah, Dada was not got some hits. He got he got some hits. Uh, who else can I think of? Um, early in the game, depending on what the second album does, maybe SZA. Maybe. I can't call SZA yet. It's too early. It that's what I said. Like early. That's why. That's why I said maybe. Right, but. You know who else? Who else could be doing a versus? That's 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 the that's the question I always I always ask people is who of this current crop, right? Could you say that is versus? They can go head to head against each other, and it was bring in these numbers, right? I saw somebody. I actually saw somebody do um, uh, SZA and Janae Aiko. Um, but Janae actually has some hits. SZA doesn't have... They both have hits, but Janae obviously has more music. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I saw somebody do like a, a SZA and Janae going head to head with each other. Uh, cool. okay. uh, I would still give that to SZA. SZA's song content isn't the same though. Like I can't a lot of people like to ride on SZA 
for what she used to make and not for what she currently makes. So I just like SZA. That's that's, that's just me personally. I like SZA. I like <sighs> damn her name is slipping my mind right now. I don't know who that is. Uh, from Dreamville. Oh, um, Ari Lennox. Yes, I like Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Ari. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Ari Lennox. I think that she, I think she. I think she got. I think she possibly has one. I think she probably has one or two classics in her. If the I, internet doesn't break her down, because Lord knows that the internet doesn't. And lot that's the, and that's something that we can talk about on another episode. Yeah, if the internet doesn't break her down. Right. I also, but, and, you know, and later, so I definitely want to talk about, you know, the state of R&B, you know, of what's working, what's not working, what's missing, how come there's no more crying in R&B? Because niggas don't cry. Niggas do cry, but y'all don't want to accept the crying. Let's not do this. That's not true. Oh, <laughs> that's not true. We can go, look, we look. We're going. We're going to get the other voices of Binac on here, and we're going to have that R and B conversation. You know, but we, we don't accept niggas crying. You heard it here first. Women do not accept male tears. And that's what's wrong with y'all. Yawn. That's what. That's what's, that's what's wrong with true. you. That's not even true. Cry but like we're not talking about that tonight. See, and then and then you wonder, and then you wonder why we, why men go out and find someone who expect who understands their their sensitivity. Hold your hold your opinions, okay? I'm not even going to dive in because I have the opinions, and I'm going to tell you the opinions when we do this. And I'm going to tell you your opinion, and I'm going to tell you that your opinions may be may be totally flawed. You don't know my opinions about what I feel about male tears. You just said that niggas don't don't cry. I mean, niggas don't cry. Like, that's the point. Like, they, they, they do don't. cry. They do cry. You have to break them down years and years and years for them to cry in front of you. Because that's, that's from society, man. If I Again, told you how- pause. It's not my fault that society taught you not to cry. It's also, it's also women. It's not, it's not my fault. Again, I personally am not somebody who tells men to hold in their feelings. Uh, That's just me. So I I feel visibly attacked when, you know, when you see the memes on the internet. It's like, oh, well, my girlfriend doesn't let me, um, you know, shed my tears or talk about my feelings. Well, I'm a man because I'm like, yo, I've actually done that multiple times and, you know, tried to get men to be vulnerable. So, again, personal point. Some memes trigger me harder than others, but that's one of them. But we will hold the triggering meme male versus female conversation for another day. Um, but those memes hurt. I'm gonna be tired of that shit. Anyways, before we head out, before we head out and to the night to enjoy our meals, are probably cold by now. Uh, I don't even have a meal, so (laughs) (laughs) gotta make it work. Uh, is there any music that or anything that you've been listening to during the quarantine that you would recommend for people to check out? As a stan, I must say stream After Hours by the Weekend. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Please. No. <laughs> as a stan, I must say. Um, I well, I will say that the things that just recently popped up, like Chloe and Hallie just released a song, Do It has been on repeat since they dropped it. I think that was just like a couple days ago. Um, I'm scrolling through my Spotify because I haven't been listening to albums. I've been kind of grabbing a couple of different, um, like different songs from different playlists or things that are recommended to me. I've also been, but I have been deep into the 1975, that band. They are, um, I mean, they're rock, but I I guess they're, they're rock. I don't even want to try and classify hey, them. With I'm, I'm going to suggest, suggest a rock group. So yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to think of like how to, how to classify them in their sub, subgenre, and I didn't feel like doing it. Um, but rock, I have, rock. yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah, 
rock, like I said. We'll just use rock. Rock's fine. Um, what else have I been listening to? Um, Childish Gambino's new album, I really, really like. I've been running that a couple times. A couple of songs from Eternal Take, only a few from Uzi's album. There are two songs that I really, really love, and it's um, Baby Pluto and Celebration Station. Celebration Station literally felt like it came out for me on my birthday, even though I couldn't go anywhere. Um, yeah. And that's really it. Oh, and also Dance Gavin Dance has new music out. That's really, really cool. And I've been listening to that. So I said, what? Of course, The Weeknd, the 1975. Um, two particular songs from Eternal Take. And Dance Gavin Dance. So I've been checking out, like I said, I've been catching up. But um, I will definitely recommend Deontay Hitchcock. Uh, as an art, He's an artist that did show up on... Re- Revenge of the Dreamers uh, compilation album that dropped uh, I want to say last year this time and he's someone that I've been looking out for for a while like this guy to me he can rap when he goes into his introspective R&B heartbreak bag he can do that as well he's funny so he really has a lot of personality and just I see a lot of potential in him. Um the album's called Better. Um definitely check it out. That came out last week. It didn't get that much um hype or behind it, of course. Everybody was on the Drake bandwagon then. Um <laughs> I wanna say Silver, I'm going through my spot, my list right now as well. Uh, Silverstein, uh, or Silverstein, yeah. Uh, they 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 dropped an album not too long called "A Beautiful Place to Drown." Um, it's definitely different. It's definitely different from their earlier stuff, but I like. I just like this band. Um. Again, lyrics, production is on point. Um, like I said, it's something different from them, and it, you know, it can go into the pop realm a little bit, but doesn't offend me. I think that's what uh, I like to say about, especially with pop music, that if it sounds mass produced or mm, starts to offend right. me, you can just smell the cheesiness. <laughs> It's yes. annoying. It is annoying, right? So that's definitely one. That's another band I've been listening to. Um, I've been catching up on some old stuff. Um, some old Obi Trice, uh, old Fifty, um, old M. Oh, if you haven't ta- haven't had a chance, uh, definitely look out uh, or listen to the Griselda Collective over there. Um, Westside Gun dropped an out a uh, project not too long ago, Long Live Paris, that was really good. Mm-hmm. And, and Conway just dropped something, um, that was also of that quality. Um, really, that's what I've been listening to. And again, speaking of just just years or just a standard. You got to give it to Griselda for what they're doing. They found a pocket, and and they're working that pocket to the max. Like almost every three to four months, they're dropping some type of project. Mm-hmm. Like they have a plan of we we come in, we we reckon stuff, and then when it's time to go, it's time to go. But I can see their music lasting a long time just off of that grimy boom back darkness just stripped down oh touch my soul i mean you're a griselda stan we know we understand we feel i uh, look i look i even a street dude and so and i can just and i can just feel what they're saying yeah i like griselda too that they're just i also need to be in the mood to hear Oh no, no doubt. No doubt. Like I gotta, I gotta wait. I don't wake up 
being like, ooh, I'm turning on some Griselda. Not uh, me. Nah, no, you you gotta be in the mood, but trust me, when I listen to some to Griselda, I'm feel like I I got put on I got put on some Tims, dude, a, a, a hoodie. Stop this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, make sure make sure that I got the bricks bricks laid out, ready to do some work. Um, I can't. <laughs> but but I'm just saying it it's that feeling, you know, and. And listen to Conway's thing because he actually did something that I just just want to just give highlight to, and I hope that we can do at Binac, you know, just highlight some of these artists, you know, big or indie, just give some good good pub to them, you know. Yeah. A Conway for Conway for example. Um, he rolled up to uh, a little girl's house in Buffalo, Buff- around Buffalo, around that around that area. She suffers from uh, it's not dialysis. Um, basically, uh, like paralysis on the le- on one for one for size of of her face. Uh huh. And I'm sure the name is there's an actual name for it um, because because Conway you know he got shy and he has he mm-hmm. had that so that's why he always looks his face looks like that the little girl just said for for her birthday that all she wanted to to do was give back to give back so that she can make sure that everyone else is 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 doing good or whatever right. This touched Conway so much that he got in contact with, with her, with her parents and whatnot, and just rolled up there with some groceries and everything, and said, "Hey, I heard what your birthday wish was, so I'm, let me, I'm blessing you with that, and I'm blessing." That's amazing. With a, with a little bit, right? And I'm saying, and I want to say this is yes, Griselda talks about that, that life, right? But you can tell that. Still, they are going back, and still, yeah. I mean, they're still humans, and still, still human. people. They're still human. So I just had to. When I saw that, I had to. I had to just give a just give a shout to that, and just put a tear in my eye. You know, we we've had a lot of just death and bad news and things over these past couple of weeks. So it's definitely something just to highlight and just to say, you know give a shout out and just say thank you for doing that you know and hopefully we can do that from a from an honest place and he wasn't looking for anything he just said hey i saw what you're doing and i just wanted to do that As- I, with it. I actually i like that you know like all the things that we see on you know like different social media things are good um and again, like you said, they're human. They might, you know, talk about street stuff, but they're still human beings. At the end of the day, you know, they're willing to, you know, help that little girl or help somebody that's in need. So, yeah. props in my book. Yes. So we need to hit the old dusty trails and oh my gosh, get I out. Eat something. <laughs> but definitely thank you for joining us on this debut episode of the Binac podcast. Uh I gotta figure out a name for that because I, I hate that right now. <laughs> I hate untitled unmastered podcast. I don't like it. <laughs> but definitely uh Candace, boss lady, why don't you give us put a couple plugs in for the website, the yeah. Twitter, Instagram? So of course, um, also, for those of you that don't know, or if it's not completely obvious, Binax stands for, but I'm not a critic, though, and that is the name of the brand. We are on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. If you type in B-I-N-A-C-T or do hashtag B-I-N-A-C-T, you can find us. Um, yeah, so our... Um, article schedule will get back regular pretty soon, but we have three main segments where we do um, bigger mainstream artists on Mondays, indie artists on Wednesdays, and a mix of the two on Fridays. We have a monthly playlist that goes out um, at the top of the month, except this month because I was struggling. 
And um, we also have an email newsletter where you get all of our content first before anyone else. And I'm trying to think of anything I'm missing. Um, oh, so um, every Monday on Music Monday, we like to take recommendations um, from our community on Instagram just to hear what you're listening to, um, you know, like what's new on your docket or for independent artists, as long as your music is on Spotify. If you have something new, you can drop it in there. It's all about sharing, um, you know, the music wealth and listening to what, checking out what other people are listening to. So that is something that we do on a regular basis as well. And I think I've covered all of the places where you can find us. So follow us there. And if podcasts keep coming out, they will be on the website. (laughs) Um, Those will be on the website for the time being. So with that, I think we can wrap up. All right. Again, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, Check us out next week for the podcast. Uh, Definitely again give our comments give our likes uh give us feedback again we're this is a brand new baby (laughs) (laughs) just like but just like anything you have to do in life you just have to do it so we're going going to do this and we try to put it out for you guys build up the community and again it's not just going to be me and candace all the time we're going to hear from our different contributors to the website so definitely uh look out for them over the next couple of weeks given their given their opinions and hearing their voices on different things as well um so candace i bid you adieu good night good night peeps we out